All right. I guess we're live. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, this week, everybody has been waiting for NVIDIA earnings. In fact, the Nasdaq was down for three days in a row. So, the last few days, Nasdaq was down and because dragged down by NVIDIA. And then yesterday after the bell, finally, NVIDIA reported earnings. And whoa, what a reaction. So, we'll take a look at this. We'll also talk about our trades, and uh, there was one WTF trade today that we skipped, and we'll explain exactly why that is. As you can see, <clears throat> still in Las Vegas, heading home this afternoon, and uh, this show is called Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And it is Thursday, February 22nd. It is the day after NVIDIA earnings. Uh, I, mean, I mean, this day is definitely something to circle on the calendar, right, Mark? <laughs> yeah, NVIDIA Day officially. And wow, it looked like there were some concerns uh, with NVIDIA potentially. If you look at the chart the last couple of days going on a, a three-day losing streak, maybe even, yeah, four days technically. And uh, those concerns were completely eliminated after a huge earnings report after the bell yesterday. Yeah, if we look here at the uh, the heat map, we see that just NVIDIA, bright green, 15% gaining this morning after, I don't even know what you want to call this, uh, a, a blockbuster earning, a blowout earning, uh, I don't know, a super earning. I mean, kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, NVIDIA is the, what, the fourth or fifth largest uh, company in the U.S. now with the AI boom. And uh, you, there's been a lot of speculation with AI. And, and right now it just shows that profits are still uh, coming in. Uh, you see that number there. Revenue was up 265% from a year ago. Yeah, but uh, where do I see that? It was, it was even crazier. So the net income, the net income was up 769 percent. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, these these are numbers that we don't see often from companies. So it seems that the NVIDIA hype is warranted. They are doing well. And as you can see, they even gave a strong outlook and say fundamentally the conditions are excellent for continued growth. I mean, it's not that they'd say, well, maybe, and it could slow down. No, it's excellent. I mean, using a word like excellent for continued growth in an earnings yeah. call, you don't see that very often, especially these days in this environment. Yeah, they're, they're feeling pretty good. The company and any investor in NVIDIA should be feeling pretty good too. Uh, making record highs again. Uh, look, you know, it was going to be interesting going into earnings because um, there was a lot of premium in those options and I mean, just you just never know. Yeah. And I mean, you just mentioned it just like this. This morning, NVIDIA overtakes uh, Alphabet and Amazon here and is now the third largest company in the U.S. by market capitalization. Wow. Wow. That's Boom. huge. That's what, what a difference uh, a year and a half makes. <laughs> Jeez, for sure, for sure. Now, with all of this fireworks in the markets, the S&P gapping higher now, well above 5,000 again, currently trading at 5,057, making a new record high right now. We'll see where we close by the end of the day. 
but uh, kind of hard to imagine that uh, we have a sharp reversal here. If you're looking at a five-minute chart, if we're just staying up there. I do believe that there is a chance that we move a little bit lower towards the 5,000, but I don't think that today we will go below 5,000. Yeah, I... I... I think that we're going to stay above uh, where we open today, even if there's a pullback to the open. It, this this move just looks pretty strong and, and sustained because of that uh, NVIDIA reaction. Yeah. Well, in addition to NVIDIA, we also had a little bit on the economic calendar. And uh, surprisingly, the flash manufacturing PMI came in better than expected. Uh, same here with existing home sales kind of indicating that we do have a strong economy. Exactly. So flash manufacturing PMI uh, up at 51.5 in February. This is a 17th month, a 17 month high. Uh, the prior month was 50.7. Readings above 50 indicate expansion. Uh, below 50 would be contraction and uh, pretty, pretty decent numbers there. I mean, even 51.3 on flash services, that's still expansion territory. Yeah, so that's pretty good. And I mean, yesterday we also had the FOMC meeting minutes. Uh, but if you hop over to the S&P and a five minute chart of yesterday, uh, we see that overall, not a whole lot going on. FOMC meeting minutes were released right here. So we see a little bit of a blip followed by a little bit of a sell-off, but then rallying into the close. So the Fed meeting minutes didn't release uh, or didn't reveal anything different than we already knew. Yeah, and I, I saw that uh, Fed Governor Philip Jefferson uh, today, he, he said that he anticipates interest rate cuts this year, but provides no timetable uh, for when uh, that will happen. And I, I think that's kind of where the Fed is right now. And we always thought it would be the second half of the year, um, but now it, it really seems like that's the, the likely scenario. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, quickly jump over here. Um, let's see if we, if we load and look at the probabilities. So, um, because in 27 days, we have the next FOMC meeting. Again, right now, everybody says, okay, they're keeping rates the same. The probability of them keeping rates as high as they are right now, uh, went up for the May meeting. And uh, I mean, we always talked about June, July. However, they're also releasing the dot plot. So initially they said that there will be three rate cuts this year. Do you think that they stick to this or they, they might revise it and say, eh, maybe we go with two rate cuts? I, I believe it will come back down to two. And you know, one thing uh, that the Fed Governor Jefferson said, he said that there were three uh, risks. And one is essentially uh, a resilient consumer spending. I mean, th these we already know, but I think right. it was put well. <clears throat> resilient consumer spending, geopolitical risks, and weakness in the labor market, which could trickle into a weakening economy, right? So we know that those are the three risks. But right now, I, I don't think that there's any need for the Fed to cut rates. So I wouldn't be surprised if they cut that back to two rather than three. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the, the other thing is we, we talked about it, even the three rate cuts, traders earlier this year were factoring in six rate cuts. Right now, yeah. we're looking at one, two, three, four that Fed funders, uh, Fed funds futures traders are, are factoring in. So they're already dialing back and uh, 
I mean, seeing reality here. So I wouldn't be too surprised if the Fed said, okay, two cuts, that would drag the markets down. Yeah, and you know, I, I want the Fed to cut, don't get me wrong, because uh, a cut is definitely going to help like a CSIQ or NEE, but it's so much easier for them to, to stay where they're at longer than for them to cut and go whoopsie and then raise again. Like that, that would just be a mess right. for the market. So, yeah, uh, you know, that, that's why I, I think they'll revise it to two. Okay. Going back to Parex Optimizer and the heat map, we will talk about our existing positions here today. And uh, one of the positions, I mean, we saw earlier here that energy, oil and gas was down. And then we had this sea of green, this little green one. I mean, now a few more popped up in green, but uh, earlier, I mean, they were all red. And MRO also reporting earnings, one of our positions. So let's talk about this really quick. And then we take a look at our positions that we have here. Uh, but MRO um, actually reporting great earnings here. Yeah, they had uh, better than expected uh, earnings and also revenue. So, uh, I mean, nice, nice follow through. At the open, Marcus, it looked like you might not have your shares called away or you might have a really, really nice roll on your hands. But yeah. right now it's running away. Now it seems run away. And I'm okay with this. We'll talk about it in more detail. But I also wanted to bring up the... Uh, uh, interest rates for just a moment because they are affecting our positions. And this morning, we uh, ran away almost to 4.4% in the 10-year yield. I mean, we were as high uh, this morning as 4.354. Uh, so interest rates still inching higher, the yield. Yeah. I mean. So we had that spike pre-market of 8.30 Eastern. Uh, that was when unemployment claims came out. Unemployment claims lower than expected, 201 uh, new time filers versus the 217 expected. Um, but after that spike, it, it calmed down a little bit. Uh, but just in general, it, we have a, a risk-on environment, but these interest-sensitive stocks that we're in right now not getting a, a benefit from that. Yeah. So talking about our positions, where do you want to start? WTF or the wheel? Let's have some fun with WTF. All right, WTF. So first of all, um, we are still in the MU position and MU yep. today up, up and away. I mean, we entered uh, at uh, what? Uh, 79.34 right now at 85.63. Definitely benefiting here from the NVIDIA earnings. Yeah, and I could almost promise that we're going to have a... a an exit at the open tomorrow, but right now following the plan, I know in our mastermind call, we had some traders that said enough is enough. I like these profits. I'm going to take it. Um, but I'm following the rules. Uh, no exit signal. Yes. And Marcus, you're still in this one as well, correct? I'm still in this one. And right now it seems that this could be the most profitable trade for the year. I'm right now up three and a half thousand. And if you look at uh, the, the trades uh, for this year, the most profitable trade in the uh, WTF strategy here was MDT with 2,200, Dash with 1,800, EMR with 1,800. So here, right now, up $3,500. So we'll see where I end up tomorrow when we are closing it. I'm with you. I'm pretty sure that tomorrow we'll get an exit signal. So let's see what happens for the rest of the day. For now, MU 
uh, still up, up and away here. If you're looking at a five minute chart, uh, making new highs, trading at highs of the day. So we'll see if there's a little bit of a reversal or if, uh, if this holds and then it will be the most profitable trade of the year for WTF so far. Looking good. All right. Um, so let's talk about the new trade that popped up, which was ZS Zscaler. And uh, that, that was an interesting trade. We talked about it yesterday because we saw it popping up and uh, said, OK, what are we going to do with it? And we both decided to skip this trade. And this is a little bit tricky for us because with the WTF strategy, the way that we've tested it with entry and exit rules, it, it it's, a, it's a system, right? And you want to participate. You want to trade it. It's a numbers game. We know there's going to be wins. There's going to be some losses. But capturing that that big pullback and getting that, that pop, that reversion back to the mean is what we're after. Uh, but in this case, just some weird behavior with ZS. It was down 15%, uh, 14% yesterday. So you have this huge gap. And then with the NVIDIA uh, rally, we had this huge gap up today. It just felt like this was more of a wild card rather than this nice, consistent pullback and pop that we normally expect. Yeah, because what we are looking for is something that I circled here. So we want to see that the stock has been trading down and then we're seeing a temporary low. That's when we win the fear WTF and that's when we get in there. We're not really looking for uh, situations like this. And if you look at the most recent trades, for example, MDT, uh, that was a trade that we just closed yesterday. Uh, so here we also see, OK, MDT, it was moving lower, has found a temporary bottom and then we are trading the quick snapback. A few others that we have traded, well, for example, what else did we have, Mark? Uh, Schwab, right? Uh, this was a trade that uh, that you took uh, right here where we see it's orderly going down, right? And then we see we have a kind of an oversold situation and we are waiting for a quick snapback. So ZS definitely looking a little bit weird, not what we typically want to see when we are trading WTF trades. And that's why we decided to pass. Exactly. And... You know, I, I won't say that I won't trade a, a stock that's gapped down like this, but I mean, today where it opened up, it opened up ten and a half dollars higher than we closed yesterday. So that's kind of ten and a half bucks that's already missed because that's what I want to capture uh, after that signal. Right. And I mean, ten and a half dollars that is up five percent. So we gapped five percent higher approximately this morning. And you see the entry signal was at 224.51. We just now turned positive and were negative before because there is the gap fill, as we can see here. So anyhow, there were just a, a lot of red flags for me around this one. And this is why we both decided to skip this one. Yep. Little discretion to roll it out this time. Yeah. Hey, trying to keep the winning percentages high. All right. The wheel. CSIQ today not feeling the love with the higher interest rates. And we still have this uh, this trend line here. And I hope that today we can see a reversal that we close above the trend line again. Wouldn't be good if you are tra uh, breaking it to the downside because we have talked about the triangle formation here and we wanted to break to the upside, not to the downside here. It's never a good sign when you have to adjust the trend line. We could adjust it here, but right now it is definitely broken. 
Yeah, and, and what I would like to see is it stay above 22 today. Right now we're at 21.78. We started the day at 22.48. Um, but, you know, is it horrible if we close below 22? No, uh, but just unfortunate to see a little pressure here on this one uh, where I'd rather just stay in the range and then have some momentum to the upside. Yeah. So we'll see where we end here today. That is not what we want to see, but hey, I mean, trade what you see, not what you think. Uh, we cannot manipulate the markets as much as we would love to do this. So we are just uh, playing the cards as we, get, as we get them dealt. Absolutely. All right, GDXJ also today um, making a move lower here. So this is where we both got assigned at 33. Uh, we both already sell, sold calls against 33. Have you been able to close it yet? Yes, today I closed my 33 calls at 90%. Uh, last week I sold them for 47 cents, closed them for 5 cents today. Nice. So this we're uh, hoping for another push higher for maybe a double dip uh, tomorrow. We'll see. So uh, this is where you're ready to sell more calls. Uh, I might be able to close it today. Again, my rules are at 90% of max profit. Uh, I sold them for 27 cents uh, earlier this week. So I need to have kind of uh, three cents for it. I think uh, that's this way. I think earlier it was trading at four cents. I think that we're now getting closer to three cents. So I might be able to close this here as well. Yeah, I, I think you will. Yeah. All right, and then we do have MRO. And yes, uh, we briefly talked about this. Gosh, right now up, up and away. So initially I got assigned at 2250. Uh, I then uh, sold calls at 2250 and at 2350. Right now trading at 2422. If it stays above 2350 tomorrow, uh, I will get called away. And this would actually give me, let's see if I still have it here. Uh, the 2350. Yeah, let me just uh, minimize this and we can zoom in a little bit better. So if you're staying above 2350 by tomorrow, I will keep the premium of $1,804 that I collected plus an additional $4,400 for a total of $6,204. I mean, I mean, of course, I would be sad if I get called away, but I'm okay with this. Yeah, I mean, this has been a great trade over the last month. I see there's, last I looked anyway, there was 20 cents on the roll. Is uh, that something that you'd consider? I might. I'll take, take another look at it tomorrow if, uh, if I roll MRO. Let's see where we end today. I mean, right now we're just moving higher and we might uh, pull back a little bit. So, I, I mean, I see if we can pull back towards 24, I would consider it. Let's see what happens. Either way, nice win. Yeah. All right. NEE, another interest-sensitive stock. So today, probably a little bit down where we are. Yeah, down 1%. Nothing for us to do. And then UPS. UPS really fighting here at the 148 level. And that's what we talked about uh, previously. We saw some resistance at 148. Um, now, uh, we, we might see some support. And you see, it's always a little bit misleading when we bring up the bars here. I think this is where we should uh, bring up a line chart because on a line chart, you can see the closing prices and you kind of see better how we initially, uh, let me just draw a straight line here, how initially we had resistance here 
and now we are seeing some support at 148. Sure, and I mean, even with that line chart, even though it's down a tiny bit today, it, it doesn't look bad, right? You had that drop uh, with earnings, sure, but right now it's still looking okay. Yeah, so not yet being able to sell calls, but uh, we'll see. I mean, so for me, MRO, the one that I might consider doing tomorrow, nothing for me to do with GDXJ and nothing to do with everything else. So let's see what is happening here tomorrow. Looking forward to another day of trading. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a final look at the S&P 500 and see where we are. And we are trading at highs of the day. So uh, you said that uh, you believe uh, we will stay above the open. The open was right here. I mean, the open. Are you sure? I mean, I, I, I think that uh, we, we might be able to pull towards the 5,000. So I think that we'll probably end up between... Uh, 5,010 to 5,020. I think that we'll see a little bit of a pullback. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, what's interesting, I'm using TradingView. Go to a, a daily chart. I will go to a daily chart. Yes. What do you see as the open uh, on the daily? Uh, let me just see. The open on the daily is 5,038. And then what do you see on a five minute? On a five minute? Uh, the Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 5, <laughs> That's a little different, right? Because I was using, I was looking at the daily thinking that you know, 5038, that was the level I was looking at. Yes, fifty fifty one. Okay, all right. That either is interesting. Way, I, say we, I say we stay above today's open. Okay. Well, uh, I'll see what happens tomorrow. So tomorrow, I'll be back in my office. Uh, I'll travel back this afternoon. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, we appreciate all of the likes that you're giving us. So please do that. And uh, well, please feel free to share this video with others. And then we'll see you back tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.